hot mic, baby, hot. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we discuss it. This is page 805. Standing around the sword tree, lest she represent the entirety of the path of the Latanta. I looked around and realized the handful of non-red shirts were not light but white. These were the heads of other schools. They had traveled here to see the barbarian take his test. Is this usual? I asked. Fashet shook her head. I could feign ignorance, but I suspect Karsaret spread word. Can they overrule Shaheen's decision? I asked. Bashet shook her head. No, it is her school, her decision. No one would dispute her right to make it. At her side, her hand flicked. However. Very well, I said. Bashet reached out and gripped my hand in both of hers, squeezed it, then let it fall. I walked to the sword tree. For a moment, the wind eased, and the thick canopy of hanging branches reminded me of the tree where I had met the Cathay. It was not a comforting thought. I watched the spinning leaves, trying not to think of how sharp they were, how they would slice into the meat of me, how they could glide through the thin skin of my hands and slice through the delicate tendons underneath. From the edge of the canopy to the safety of the trunk couldn't be more than 30 feet, in some ways not very far at all. I thought of Kellyanne darting wildly through the leaves. I thought of her jumping and swatting branches away. If she could do it, then certainly so could I. But even as I thought it, I knew it simply wasn't true. Kellyanne had played here all her life. She was skinny as a twig, quick as a cricket, and half my size. Compared to her, I was a lumbering bear. I saw a handful of A&M mercenaries on the far side of the tree. Two of the more intimidating white shirts were there as well. I could feel their eyes on me, and in a strange way, I was glad. When you're alone, it's easy to be afraid. It's easy to focus on what might be lurking in the dark at the bottom of the cellar steps. It's easy to obsess on unproductive things like the madness of stepping into a storm of spinning knives. When you're alone, it's easy to sweat, panic, fall apart. But I wasn't alone. And it wasn't just Vashet and Shaheen watching me. There were a dozen mercenaries and the heads of other schools besides. I had an audience. I was on stage. And there is nowhere in the world I am more comfortable than on a stage. That's the page and the chapter. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. And I think that uh, I I think I'm the opposite of Quoth. <laughs> 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 I, I hear, I like, I read this and I'm just like, no, when people are watching you, it's worse. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a, it's an energy. Like it, Jordana, you are just a very different person than Quoth. Yes, I am an introvert, and I think Quoth is an extrovert. He gains energy from people being around him. I know a ton of introverted actors. It's it's different when you're... That's uh, the real thing. Quoth is a performer, right? That's what this is hearkening back to. He's like, okay, there's an audience. There's a stage. I'm like being watched. Okay, then I am... Yeah, I know what to do. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that there's no fanfare to really start this. It's like, all right, you're going to have to talk from your from your teacher and then you go. Yeah, there's no speech. There's no like thing. We just we just get down to business. Just a little bit of meaningful hand gripping. <laughs> Maybe that is it. Maybe it's like the last touch or something. But uh, the Adams seem to not stand on ceremony until they do, right? Because they do actually have a ton of ceremony when it comes to like the sword that he gets and when it comes to the naming of the Chandrian. So it's interesting kind of where they like, where the ceremonies are important and where they're sort of like 
a little more casual. I actually kind of see the logic in not doing a lot of ceremony before this because any student who's approaching this test is going to be nervous. So drawing it out with like a ceremony is not really helpful to anybody. And as Quoth does on the subsequent page, students are probably going to take some time to like prepare themselves, compose themselves, study the tree. So you might just, you just want kind of want to give them that space to start in their own time and not say like, go. <laughs> Jordana, I think this is a great sentence to end a chapter on. Don't you? Sorry. Well, it's is a, it- you know, it's a really great, like just sort of ends at a, in a grateful stop. And it's a new idea. Great end of the chapter. Yeah. It's a good line. Yeah, there is nowhere in the world I am more comfortable than on a stage. End of a page, he means, not a chapter. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the end of the chapter. There you go. But yes, I was waiting for someone to call me on that. It's not the end of the chapter. I was joking. I was trying to set up a bit, but I was stymied. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. (laughs) Trying to trick me. (laughs) But yes, uh, very very poignant end of page. Obviously on purpose. Definitely, definitely on purpose. Definitely. What do you make of Vashit's comment that like, it's not the place of the other school heads to sway her decision to do or dispute her right to make her decision. And then there's the however. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, however, they are going to judge her for it. And she has to consider like the politics of her school and all the other schools. She has to consider how this will affect her community. And also she probably, assuming that she would have a good relationship with these people, their opinions may sway hers. Also, here's a question. What's the travel time like? Because there was apparently not a ton of lead time here, right? Like they are going, okay, you're going to have your test tomorrow. A couple pages ago. Hmm. Right? So how much warning was there for the heads of the schools to get here? And then how long did it take them to travel? Uh, I think impossible to say, really. I think so Car- I think it's possible that Carcer had said weeks ago, like rumor has it they're testing the barbarian in the next little while, so you better get here. Maybe part of the reason that they had the test now is that a couple of these school heads showed up, and Shaheen was like, "We better test him before like every school head in Edemra comes here." You know what? That's a good answer to me. I was about to nitpick about like teleportation uh you know game of thrones colon the show uh fast travel issues but uh you know what that's as good a, a, an answer as any and i'll take that as canon thank you cool you're welcome i'm glad i could help it's also interesting to me how even though both we've not had like had a scene with carceret in several chapters but we have had lots of reference to what she's been doing you know, either in front of both or behind his back to undermine him. In, in what way? Fashion, it's like, I suspect that she spread the word of your test so that these people would come here and put pressure on Shaheen to make a certain kind of decision. We know that Penthe, like, got into a fist fight with Carceret because Carceret said something nasty about Quoth. We know that Carceret's been, like, sitting down in front of him at many of his meals to basically shit talk him. And we know that Carceret came to Vashet a couple of days and he was like, thanks for beating the shit out of the bar- barbarian. I'm glad you finally seen sense. It seems that, you know, I, I think it's just a good way of keeping her always like front of mind for us and reminding us that she is a, a threat both socially and physically to Quoth. Obviously, Carceret is an Ambrose figure in terms of her you know, rivalry and hatred of Quoth, but is she an Ambrose figure in that she is influential? I think that she is influential. We we learned that her 
uh, what is it? Her aunt is someone that Quoth is warned away from. I think, what is it? The the physiker in town or something is Carcerite's aunt. And then later we learn that her mother was a mercenary who carried the sword that then Quoth carries. And I sort of read it as like she was a mercenary of some renown. I don't know if that's textually explicit, but that's kind of the sense I get. I think she is influential in so much as she has deep roots in this community that Vashet doesn't have. Yeah, because Vashet point. is an yeah. immigrant here. She's deep roots in this. She's like old money, but she, you know, but like the Adam don't have the same kind of like generational wealth. I think, but she has all the other things that come with old money. She has social capital. She has history that she can point to. You know, she can say like, my family has been at this school for ten generations. We have served this community proudly, and now our traditions have been sullied, sullied. I say by this barbarian, this outsider, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Another great read. I will also take that as canon. Jeremy, you're really knocking out of the park today. I'm doing my best. I'm always doing my best. No, really? Oh, well. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Listeners. It sounds exhausting. I, I have been slighted. I have been I have been the subject of vicious calumnies and, and half-truths. I will not stand for it. Well, I have uh, I have the uh, simple Louisiana prosecutor here to make my case for me. Uh, counselor? This haberdasher, this quack, this rapscallion, you expect me to take the word of a of a two-bit loser like Attorney Jordana over there? That's right. Uh, f- attorney Fanboat Louisiana Counselor Jordana, uh, the, the podium is yours. I have uh, no rebuke as far <laughs> as this goes because uh, you're not worth it. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, I request a mistrial on account of uh, attorney incompetence. <laughs> There you have it. These high-stepping Louisiana fan boaters with their, with their strange foreigners ways coming down here telling us how we pod on our cast. I will not have it. And Guys, I, think, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> well, then we should probably end the page. Yeah, it was all very relevant, actually. You know, old money and uh, prejudice and stuff. So really, we we nailed it. This was uh, This was a real tight one, very thematically... A consistent, some of our best work, I would say. Also, we all got to do a character. Well, maybe I didn't, but I'm always doing characters. So anytime Jordana does a character is a big win for me. <laughs> I'm so glad I could bring this joy to you. I think that's a big win for all of us, really. Yeah, a big win for humanity. Mm-hmm. Jordana, would you like to say a few words? Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> you accept this Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll convince her to say a few words in a funny voice on tomorrow's page. Uh, Yes, Renata, inhale this helium and then tell me uh, how you feel about being a sort of balloon clown. Balloon. <laughs>